The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Everyone, and thank you for joining us today on The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And today we are joined by Reverend Peter Duffy. Hi, good to be here. Hello, Peter. Hi, Peter. The title of our show today is The Purpose of Life. A nice, calm, mundane little title. <laughs> it's kind of huge. Kind of huge, yeah. Well, I wanted to say this. Uh, we, we have visited this topic many times from different angles. And one of the things that most of you who have been with us for any length of time know is that we have organized the program around the four essential spiritual questions of who am I, why am I here, where am I going, and how do I get there. And today, of course, we're talking about the purpose of life, so that's a where am I going question. And the answer, of course, that we understand from the Ascended Master's teachings is the ascension. Essentially, we are going home, back to the heart of God. So that's our focus today, and we're going to be playing a couple of excerpts from a wonderful lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the very subject of the Ascension. With a, a part of it will have a, a very interesting twist, and this little twist has to do with a lot of people feeling that they're not worthy to make this leap, to actually to accept and embrace the Ascension as their, their sole purpose in life. She addresses that. She takes direct aim at it. So I just want to kind of prepare you for that. That'll be coming up in the next segment, and actually we'll extend it over two segments. But for now, let's kind of start. With what is the ascension? And do you want to take that question, Peter? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> we all came out from God in the beginning when our soul was created. And so we were sent out into the material universe to gain experience and, and grow spiritually. And then the uh, aim is that we return back to the heart of God with uh, the sum total of all of our experiences and all we've learned and all we've gained in that time in, in incarnation. Now, I, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, but I have a question. Yeah. This is this comes up rarely, but I think it might be a good time to talk about it. That generation was we call a life wave, mm-hmm. and an entire life wave went forth to gain that material experience, etc., and then returned to the heart of God. That the first one, perhaps the second and the third, they all made their ascensions. Yeah. So, where are we? <laughs> well. Around about in the fourth root race, and we don't know how many million years ago, things went off the rails, and then there was the fall. The fall of man, which is described in allegory in um, the book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. You know, partaking of good and evil, and then, uh, you know, being cast out of paradise and having to embody in a a kind of barren world where we, uh, you know, Instead of all the free, the true, the, the fruit just being on the trees, we have to till the soil by the sweat of the brow, and 
and all these things. So it's, it's talking about karma, you know, the karma of um, free will choices that weren't good. So since those days, eons, millions of years ago, yeah. the purpose of life has not changed. No. It has been to return home, to basically experience, to embrace, to accept the ascension. Yeah. And I, and, and I think that uh, that's one of the points that, that Elizabeth Clare Prophet will will touch on on, oh, these, yeah. on these excerpts. More than touch. How, <laughs> how very deep within the soul, we know that we want to go home, but we don't have the outer teachings, so to speak, because a lot of them have been kept from us or, or destroyed or one thing. And, and, and this is an amazingly good point because where else do you hear this information? I mean, I don't know how many of you out there are familiar with the concept of the Ascension who are not familiar with the Ascended Master teachings, but, I mean, well, you're a rare soul. No, but it's getting out there. I now mean, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, even the Stargate, you know, the, the TV series. That's, uh, right. that's one, of, one of the themes in that is, is Ascension. And, you know, there's elements of it which are kind of right and there's elements <laughs> which, are, which aren't right at all. But, but it's very interesting that the concept really is getting out there. And, and I think that is because... We're at the turning of ages, you know, from Pisces to Aquarius, mm-hmm. and at that turning of the age, there's kind of like this open door, a, a, a tremendous opportunity, tremendous light coming to the earth, and tremendous opportunity to actually make your ascension. And, of course, we know the ascension is not automatic. There are requirements. Mm-hmm. You want to cover some of those requirements? Just, I, just one more thing I wanted to say sure. about that. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, it was the change from Aries to Pisces, and again... There were all sorts of mystery schools and cults around mm-hmm. uh, around the Mediterranean, which were talking about uh, the ascension at that Cortona, time. Among others, yeah, yeah many, many, uh, the, the, and and so you know what you see uh, at that time when there was the open door, everyone was like looking at this and thinking about it, and then during the two thousand years, it kind of dropped off the radar, and now it's coming to the fore again. Well, so these things were being talked about before before Jesus got here, and yeah. and, and uh, yeah, you know, became an example. Yeah. And, his, and he, and of course, he, of course set the public example yep. of, of the ascension. You know, he, he, he walked through all the stages of, of the initiations of life that we're meant to go through. And he did it publicly rather than what people usually did, which was they would do it in the inner retreats of the brotherhood. He did right. it publicly as an example so we would all know what is the goal of life. Okay. So, so getting back to the requirements. Yes. Firstly uh, is to balance 51% of your karma which means uh, all of the energy that's come down from your I am presence and causal body and all of your embodiments, 51% of that has to be balanced positively. Um, and, and that, by the way, is a yeah. dispensation that was basically, we received this in the 1930s, that's right. approximately, yeah. that all the great saints and sages of the past had to balance 100% yeah. of their karma. Yeah, <laughs> a lot harder too. These, these are the ones that slept on boards and had stones for pillows. You know, uh, yeah. They, they and generally, hard. after a certain point, you know, they they generally wouldn't come out into the world publicly. I mean, Jesus was an exception to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gautama was an exception, but generally, people, you know, w- would after a certain point, they would, would go to the retreats and meditate and and do their spiritual work, right? right? Uh, and they wouldn't do it publicly. I can understand why. Yeah, because <laughs> just being in the world, there's uh, you know there's so many opportunities to make karma, oh, you know, and uh, so many distractions and so many things to tend to take you off the path. So balance fifty-one percent of your karma. Fulfill your divine plan. You mm. came here with a purpose, a specific mission, which only you can fulfill, and you need to fulfill that in order to be able to graduate. Right. How about the threefold flame? Balance your threefold flame. 
So the threefold flame mm-hmm. is this this little fleur de lis, if you will, that's in the this teeny little thing in the in the center of your Secret heart. Secret chamber of the heart. Secret chamber yeah. of the heart, and it represents love, wisdom, and power. And there are three colors that go with those: love being pink, wisdom being yellow, and power being blue. Right. So some people are kind of out of whack. You know, some people are like have too much power or whatever, and they could use a little more love. And we probably all know somebody like that. Yeah, or one a little, thing little too blue, little. Yeah, or a little too intellectual. They need to pull that down, maybe, and develop the heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. or else they have uh, they have a lot of love, but don't have the wisdom to know how to apply it wisely, and so they end up, you know, yep, uh, getting into sympathetic relationships and so on. Now, do we make any distinction between the sacred labor and the cosmic blueprint? Um, I. I they're very much related, of course. But, yeah. You know, your sacred labor is very often your your means for fulfilling your mission. It's a it's a key part of your mission and what you came to do. So, again, you know, fulfill your your divine plan, mm-hmm. balance your threefold flame, mm-hmm. and balance fifty one percent of your karma. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're close. Is there uh, like a halfway house or a way station you can attend where you will not have to necessarily come back and explain? Well, we, we've heard of some cases where people were over 50%, but not quite 51. But they uh, they were able to, over an extended period of time, in the from inner levels, by using via flame and, and so on, they were able to balance that last percentage to get them over the hump. Right. But the challenge with that is, um, you've got karma. You're up there in, on the etheric plane. Right. You've got karma with all these people in the physical, uh, but they can't see you. They can't hear you. Mm-hmm. How do you balance your karma with them? Yeah. You know, uh, when, when they don't even know you, you're there. That's that's the challenge. You know, you, you you can do it a certain amount with the actual with the light rays, with the via flame, and so on. But it's very challenging. And certainly, if the, the more you can do down here. <coughs> It's just so much easier, so much more accessible to, to meet the people, balance the karma with them when you're here in the in, in the physically. Now, and that, that sets up an interesting conundrum. Mm-hmm. Because on the one hand, you want to make your ascension. You want to mm-hmm. reach that level of immortality where you don't have to come back. Yeah. But by the same token, it might take you many, many times longer to balance the karma from the etheric realm than it does, as you said, in the physical. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's, you've got to get to the point where you're saying, okay, karmic board uh, I'm not sure yet which way I want to go with this you know you, you don't have to accept your ascension no but it's a good idea <laughs> if you qualify so. because you, uh-huh. you know the master said you don't know what the earth's going to look like in 50 or 100 years it may not be nearly so so um, you know favorable circumstances to, to make your ascension well now we know from some of the stories we've read of some of the great ascended masters that they have pleaded to come back Despite the fact that they had a, they had balanced more than the necessary minimum mm-hmm. requirement of karma, and I don't know if they're saying, I mean, the, if if the karmic board is saying, you want to really think about this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, no, I know what I'm doing. Well, but I wonder. But there's some people we know, you know, who who actually qualified for ascension, yeah. came back and, and haven't done well, and it's a and done, yeah. it's a very sad story. Well, so again, you know, we go back to the thesis of today's show. We're talking about the ascension. We're talking about it as the the purpose of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, this is what you're here, we're here to do. So anything that we're not doing that points us in that direction is probably less than advantageous. And I don't mean to denigrate anybody's activities doing what they do. I mean, as long as they're, so their, their motive is pure. Yeah. But still, if you know this, if you know for a fact that this is the purpose of life, then you want to focus on that pretty strongly and 
you know, almost to the exclusion of other things. Well, it changes a lot of things when you think about it. You know, you, all of a sudden you hear that to ascend is the purpose of life, and then you can go, oh, well, maybe I better get a few things off my desk <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that don't mean anything anymore. Well, I think that's 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 the biggest problem, I think. You know, there's, uh, the, the, there's so many distractions in the world with uh, the mass culture and the media uh-huh. and the movies and hardly, you know, anybody's actually encouraging you out there or telling you. Uh, and that's why it's just tremendously uh, helpful to be able to have a community of, of like-minded people who have the same goal and you kind of reinforce one another and, and remind one another. Well, and, and this is why we stress so often about publishing and practicing the teachings of the Ascended Masters for that very reason. This is not just a vain spiritual pursuit. This is something that's very much central to well, again, our goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no two ways about it. This is what we're here to do. So uh, we're going to go to a break here in just a moment. But when we come back, one of the issues that's raised in this lecture excerpt we're going to hear has to do with not just intellectually accepting the concept of the ascension, but actually feeling that we've earned it or we deserve it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, worthiness is an issue that we struggle with. And in the West in particular, we've talked about this on previous shows about this whole worthless sinner concept that we have been recipients of some very negative opposition to our ascension. So we'll hear Mrs. Prophet talking about that uh, coming up. So let's take a short break now. And when we come back, we'll uh, set it up and then we'll listen to a great excerpt on the ascension with Elizabeth Clare Prophet. So please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org 
forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door, where today... We're talking about going home. The purpose of life is the ascension. So when we think about this concept of the ascension, one of the questions that does come up a lot is, are we worthy? Have we made the grade? You know, have, we, have we done what we needed to do to, to ascend or to at least accept the possibility of our ascension? And you know, this is a most important question because most of us are not taught about our innate divinity or our birthright to become Christed ones. So this is probably new information for many people. In this first of two lecture excerpts by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, it's on the subject of the ascension, and she takes direct aim at the worthiness issue. Here she is. I am very grateful to be able to speak to you this morning about our ascension in this life. Although the goal of Jesus' life, Gautama's life, and the life of Mary the mother was the ascension. We find that mankind today, east and west, do not have a correct consideration of this goal of life. First of all, they do not consider that the goal is immediate. And secondly, they have a misunderstanding of the goal and how it will happen. Most people think of a personal resurrection and an ascension through someone else, a personal savior, Jesus Christ, or an Eastern guru, and they consider that it will happen suddenly with the coming of that one into their presence. This is because the path of initiation and the path of attainment have been seized from us almost as if the pages of this instruction were ripped out of scripture by the angry and by the accuser of the brethren. We have been deprived in outer manifestation of the footsteps of the path, yet written within our hearts, the Comforter has placed the eternal law of God, and we are not left comfortless. Jesus inspired upon me the giving of this sermon this morning because he said even the light bearers on earth and those who know of the goal of the ascension have allowed to come upon their consciousness a concept that the ascension is not the goal for this life, chiefly through a sense of being unworthy. The sense that I am not worthy to ascend in this life has actually kept people from this very meeting. There are people who know of the ascended masters and of the teachings, and yet they feel unworthy to be in the presence of the ascended masters of God himself or these very teachings. This is often subconscious, but it filters through and is the manipulation of outer activities, emotions, thoughts, feelings. 
And so we find that self-condemnation that comes not from God but from the originator of the lie of original sin is yet a burden like a shadow. It deprives us of the sense that not only are we going to ascend in this life but we are ascending here and now moment by moment. The energy of our being, of our consciousness is returning to the heart of God. Each time we send forth a pure thought, a lovely thought, or perform a kindness, a good deed, or offer a prayer. We have used God's energy. It will go forth to bless life, and then it will ascend. It will ascend into the I Am Presence to manifest our mansion in heaven, our causal body of light, the force field of our cosmic consciousness. And so we are made up of, in reality, all of the magnificent creativity that we have sent forth for eons of consciousness when we have existed in Christ who declared before Abraham was I am. What is the ascension then? The ascension is the acceleration of consciousness. The ascension is the goal that makes us strive to be better people every day, to do more, to perfect a project, to keep on going, to sense the threads of creativity that come from God, to meditate on our creations, to work side by side for a common purpose that is for the betterment of our friends, of the earth, our country, of humanity, but to accomplish something that we sense is constructive. This is the basic drive that comes from the heart and the soul and the mind of the children whom God has made. This is the striving toward acceleration of consciousness. We all have something within us. It is a seed idea from God. It is like the programming of the computer of our life, which is pushing us onward, upward, striving. And when we are not striving and not working toward lesser goals and greater goals that lead to the ascension, we are unhappy. We are a most unhappy people, and that unhappiness will take its manifestation as sickness, as disease, as boredom, as types of intrigue or deception, self-deception. It will take the form of temperaments, moods, manifestations that we do not associate with our inner dissatisfaction. But all types of little irritations and problems with family members and so forth. It all goes back to the fact that every single day of our lives, our souls are demanding to be fed the fire of the ascension flame. And if the soul is not satisfied in that return to that flame, on the surface of our being, we reap the consequences can be nervous tension, it can be sleeplessness, but it is the soul impressing the outer mind. You are stifling me, you are not fulfilling the purpose for which I was born, and I will not leave you in comfort. I will make you without comfort until you return to follow the inner plan of life. The ascension then that is our goal is something that requires effort, working the works of God, an application for the graces of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of that Spirit. It demands our input with God's input, working hand in hand together, the giving and the receiving. 
because the ascension comes from the great interchange. The great interchange is that alchemy whereby we as a soul exchange with the spirit of the living God our energies day by day. We take the fruits of the day and at the evening time at the setting of the sun and the evening hours we lay those fruits upon the altar. We give to God the best of ourselves of each day. God takes that energy. He purifies it. And in the morning we awaken to the sunshine and new life, fresh air and the singing of the birds. And we find that we have new strength and new life because God has given to us once again our allotment of energy to go forth and be sowers in the field of his righteousness. And so this divine interchange is what gives us life. Without it, we are the living dead. With it, we are constantly alive and moving and always occupied. And the 24 hours a day seem not enough because so much energy of God is flowing through us that we have to maximize our organization to be able to give that energy forth and to be able to come to God and say, I have emptied myself. I have given all that you have given to me. And here I am, now emptied, fill me again. Return to me another portion. This is the meaning of ascending every day. And if we are not ascending every day, we can see the signs. We see them in our bodies. We see the lethargy and the sloth. We see the chaos and the confusion in our homes. We see the problems in our environment, in our community. And we know if we are true to ourselves, if we go back to that inner self, that inner Christ, that inner Buddha, and the inner mother, when we go back to the inner life, we know that the reason that all of these outer conditions affecting mankind are taking place today is because we as the individual are not fulfilling that basic requirement of the ascension. Without the ascension, there is no other reason for living. It is the goal of life, the purpose of existence on earth. It is our reason for being, it is our reason for coming into incarnation. Over and over again, until we realize that purpose, balance our misuses of energy, and finally find that pathway on the steps of initiation to return to the heart of God. Yes, indeed. I think, you know, one of the amazing things about that is that the ascension is an everyday present experience. It isn't something that we aim for way out there in the future, but it's actually something that day by day, moment by moment, we are achieving, assuming that our consciousness is focused in that place. Yeah, we're always making a decision to do the right or the wrong thing. I mean, yeah. it might be a shade of gray, but it there, there is a right and a wrong to every action. Well, a, a couple of questions came up in my mind when we were listening to that. One of them early on was, if we are, in fact, dealing with a sense of unworthiness, are we behind schedule? <laughs> yeah, I think we're meant to have ascended a long time ago. I think so, know? too. Maybe, on, maybe even on Lemuria or Atlantis, you know. Uh, you know, the, uh, these open doors of these kind of relative golden ages come periodically, you know. There was a golden age on Lemuria, golden age on Atlantis, mm. technology far beyond what we have now. They had... Um, the Maxon Light, you know, in the physical, in the, in mm-hmm. the great temple in Atlantis, which Phylos describes in Dweller on Two Planets. Uh, they had uh, teachings uh, on the ascension and so on. And, you know, many people did make their ascension, but then those of us who are still here Darn. Uh, did, didn't do it. We said goodbye to our friends who moved on, and we're still here. And now, 12,000 years later, you know, it's, it's about time we were moving on too. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you kind of feel that, you know, and that, that ties in in tandem to the other point that I was impressed with, where the soul is going to let us know, yeah. you know, in various means and ways that, hey, I want to achieve my ascension. I want to uh, achieve immortality. And you're not letting this happen fast yeah. enough for me. So I'm going to make you uncomfortable. And there's <laughs> all different ways that, that uh, our souls do that. You know, one, one of the ways is illness. Yeah, you know, just uh, like uh, cancer or something like that. I you hear many, many stories of people who had um, cancer, and they just—it was like the big reset, hitting the big reset button. Okay, what's important in my life? What am I doing? And they totally changed their lives, and refocused on what what they were meant to be doing, and their cancer went away. Wow, it's an and, amazing and, you know, thing. It happens too in uh, in careers. You know, somebody might be. Uh, you know, in the middle of New York City, you know, in some sort of a highfalutin, high-paying mm-hmm. job, and it's just not satisfying the soul. And just one day, they just bail. You know, the man says to his wife, or vice versa, "Let's move to Montana and buy a ranch, <laughs> for God's sake, and do something with cows yeah. and sheep." You know, yeah. And and it and it is the big reset button, sort yeah. of. Well, I think that there was a story not long ago about somebody. I'm not sure it was in D.C. or in in New York City. Uh, a very well-established partner in a very prestigious law firm who was making six or eight million dollars a year in bonuses up on top of sa- uh, his salary disappeared, and then somebody found him and they recognized him. He's working in a soup kitchen, <laughs> yeah. and he was so happy, and they oh. they didn't even recognize him oh at first. Are you related to so and so? I am <laughs> that person. Wow! But they found no meaning in the the, the physical. Yeah. They yeah. they found the meaning in service. Yeah, you know, and I think part of the 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 blueprint you talked about, Peter, at the beginning of the show, this cosmic plan, this sacred labor, that may be what it looks like, and you have to really make it hit that reset button, as you said, yeah, and do something entirely radically different. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, Mrs. Prophet talks about that seed is there; it's within you. Yeah. This is the seed of cosmic purpose of what you're here to do, and uh, it's a matter of tuning into that, and and sometimes. You know, we buried it so deep <laughs> with all uh, years and, and decades of doing other things that we have to actually really work to uncover it again and bring it to the surface. Well, uh, yeah. And, and, and that's where the violet flame can come that's, in. I was going to say, that's where the violet flame really can be <laughs> a, great, a great assist. Clear a lot of that illusion and all the stuff we built up over, over the top of who we really are. Clear it and accelerate the transmutation of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, let's take a short break. We'll be back in a moment and we'll listen to the next Lecture excerpt from Mrs. Prophet on the subject of the purpose of life, the ascension. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. 
Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door. Brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back again. Thank you for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door, where today, again, we are talking about the purpose of life, that being the ascension. Now, no matter how expanded our consciousness may be, there's always room for more. And this is a key understanding for all spiritual seekers who aspire to a greater awareness and God identity. Here's more on that subject from Mrs. Prophet. Now, if you comb through the scriptures of the world, you will find mention of the ascension here and there. You will find examples of it. You will find it called soul liberation, nirvana, samadhi, all types of states of consciousness that do represent the acceleration, the intensification, the actual stepping up of the spin of the electrons around your atoms, the stepping up of the energy in the core of the atom. This is the meaning of ascension. And when we speak of going up, And Jesus is described as going up, and Elijah is described as going up. Going up means increasing the vibration. We know there is no up or down, but there is a lesser and a greater momentum of cosmic consciousness that manifests within us. Is there anyone in this room who is satisfied with his level of cosmic consciousness today? Will you raise your hand if you are satisfied with your level of cosmic consciousness? Well, I'm not satisfied with my level. And do you know something? I don't think the Ascended Masters are satisfied or the Elohim are satisfied because our God is a God who is transcending himself moment by moment, hour by hour. This self-transcending God is reflected in the expanding cosmos. And it is reflected in the fact that no matter what attainment a man reaches to, he will always set a further goal. 
And therefore the ascension is not the end of life or the end of goals. And we need not shirk from it because we say, well, what will I do after I ascend? Sit in heaven and play on the harps with the angels. <laughs> Cosmic consciousness is ever appearing. And we are ever striving to catch it and to hold it. And as soon as we try to hold it, we lose it. Because the moment we receive an acceleration of consciousness, we are required to anchor it and to give it away so that God can once again increase that consciousness. Have you ever noticed that in meditation or in using the science of the spoken word or in listening to a dictation by the ascended masters that you are elevated to a great height of self-awareness and sometimes you feel you have never felt the light of God so intensely and you want to stay on that mountaintop and hold that light and it comes to pass that the meditation period comes to an end. You have concluded your decrees or the dictation is concluded. And for a few moments, perhaps five or ten minutes, if you are fortunate, a half hour to an hour, you retain that sense of that light filling your cells, filling your chakras. You have been elevated to a tremendous height of cosmic consciousness. It is the Horeb's height, the mountaintop experience which all of the great prophets knew. But we must come back to the valley. This is the challenge of the ascension. To ascend every day and then to go back to the valley which signifies the level of our karma and the level of our dharma. And that experience in God has been the opportunity to know what it is like to be free for a moment of the burden of our karma and of the responsibilities of our dharma. And for a moment, God has given us a taste of soul liberation, just a taste, a flavor, a whiff of the perfume of that essence of the ascension. Why has he given us this? It is the vision. It is the vision that comes through inner senses. And by that vision we say to ourselves, I must ascend in this life. I must return to the heart of God. I must reach that state where I will no more go out from the mountaintop. But now God has bidden me descend as he sent down Moses and Gautama out of Nirvana and as he sent Jesus Christ to come into incarnation with the fullness of the word. As he has sent his sons and daughters out of the plain of bliss, so I must go down and fulfill my responsibility. I will accelerate my service. I will accelerate my meditation because I want to get through all of this substance, this karma, this misqualified energy that I have carried around as bag and baggage all these thousands of years. I want to plow through it. I want to intensify. I want to get back up on the mountain again. And this is the ascension. This is the acceleration. And it is not just the acceleration that occurs at the hour of the ascension. It is the acceleration which comes to you because you have breathed in the breath of the Holy Spirit. And it has given yourselves a new purpose, a new striving, a new energy. And so you find yourself quickened over and over again and you find yourself no longer having the interests that you had, no longer desiring to waste your time or waste your space. But you realize that if you will fulfill certain duties that are a part of the path of initiation which has been fulfilled for thousands of years, that God will give you another mountaintop experience. And so we live from moment to moment for the next experience when God, by his grace, by his will will draw us into himself 
Have you ever tried to force that experience to make it happen? Have you ever said, well, today I'm going to have an experience in cosmic consciousness? So you began to meditate and you didn't get anywhere and you had what might be called a dry run. <laughs> you simply could not draw forth that light and experience cosmic consciousness. Why was it? Because the key to the acceleration of consciousness, the key to the ascension, is that it is the gift of God. By grace we are saved, and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. God gives to us the gift of himself when we prove to him that we are worthy. When we are faithful over a few things, when we follow the teachings and the path, when we exercise that science of the spoken word, when we practice the alchemy of the Holy Spirit, when we invoke the violet flame, and then when we take all of this and put it into the most practical service for our families, our friends, our community, and our nation. The balance of invocation and of drawing forth the sacred fire is to get right into the middle of the most pressing problems facing ourselves and our communities, and to work where it counts to bring that cosmic consciousness to bear on the everyday life of millions of people. The more practical we are in drawing forth that light right down to the valley where there is the common denominator of the mass consciousness and its karma, to walk right in the midst of that and to bring forth the light of the ascension currents. This is our mission. This is how we are fulfilling our responsibility to balance personal karma and planetary karma. And this is most important, that we realize that we will never ascend by going permanently to the mountains and living in a cave. We must come back and bring to the valley the fruit of our interchange with God. Now I come to you to speak of the ascension because you are the ones as keepers of the flame and devotees of light who are most inclined to hear the call of the ascension, most inclined to take it seriously and then to set the example for mankind. Now if you do not accept and we do not accept that very present imminent goal of our ascension, then we will not leave a legacy of the teachings of the ascended masters. And do you know something? The teachings of the ascended masters are in vain if we have not the ascension. If the ascension is not the fruit of our learning and loving that law and living with it all of our lives, then I ask you, what is the fruit? There is no fruit. Is there any fruit that can be plucked from the vine if the fulfillment of the teaching is not manifest in the life of the devotee? Therefore, everything else that we accomplish on the path, if it is not leading directly to the ascension, is in vain because it will never set the example or leave those footprints in the sand in which others among mankind can walk and find that goal of life. Wow. <laughs> you could wrap that up with a bow. I mean, <laughs> What a banquet that is, and that whole yeah. that whole lecture is just amazing. I could listen to it again and again. I mean, there's so much there. And I was really struck with the idea that the ascension, 
um, it is the, the key to the ascension is to understand that it is the gift of God. Yeah. You know, we often say, by God's grace, mm-hmm. and mean it wholeheartedly that whatever is co- coming to us is here by God's grace. The opportunity to go to the top of the mountain, but then to come back down to the valley, to bring those gifts back that we've received, and apply them in our own lives and to share them with the world. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she mentions uh, Keepers of the Flame, and, and that's something that we talk about from time to time. But when you when you have this great desire in your heart to make your ascension, ultimately, you want to keep the flame. For, to begin with, I guess you want to keep the flame for yourself. And then she talks about your family, your community, and your nation, etc. But uh, that's a great thing that people who are listening today can partake of because we have the Keepers of the Flame fraternity, and it's it's a it's a wonderful way to start. I want to keep the flame somehow or another. Tell me what it's about. You know. Yeah, and for anybody interested in that, um, summitlighthouse.org, our website, uh, you can find a tab that'll take you right to the Keepers of the Flame fraternity information. And you can sign up to get a free lesson online if you want. Right. Um, there are many ways of participating there, but you can get those lessons printed or you can get them digitally. And there's a series of 33 of these lessons, by the way, and it's quite a nice course of initiation for yeah. those who you know, want to very follow. Very profound teaching. Uh, very profound the, teachings. The, the, really, how you walk the path of the ascension. Yeah. I'm, you know, again, I never tire of this topic because I, mm. I keep learning something new. I mean, I hear it and I just think, oh, there's another level, another dimension of understanding that has been given to us. Um, one of the things that I was very struck by, we perhaps talk about this in the next segment, is that even God is transcending himself. Yeah. That nobody is necessarily totally satisfied with the level of cosmic awareness and consciousness because it's, it's growing, it's evolving, it's still, it, you know, even God transcends himself. I found yeah, that. And she talked about that's mirrored in, in even the expanding universe. You know, yeah. The galaxies are moving further apart. You know, the universe is expanding <laughs> and that represents the expansion of God's consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and one other point I'd like to kind of say for the final segment too is this concept of storming heaven. A lot of times, I, I felt this myself, you get so on fire with this acceleration and the desire to ascend that you want to do it now. I'm, I, I can't wait any longer. I've got to just got to plow ahead. And there's a certain pace. I'm not sure if that's the correct <laughs> word, but there's a certain, um, well, I guess pace is probably the best word for it. You, you, you can't just expect to leap. You're going to have some moments where you creep. Well, but, but <laughs> I think there's also something to be said for that, that absolute fire to, to get there because sometimes that's what you absolutely need. Yeah. To get through your own stuff, your karma, and, and you know, Moria talks about how he did that. And you actually mm-hmm. like take jump over three steps on on the path, and you you talked about you you bring up your four lower bodies and your emotional <laughs> body behind. You know, you drag them with you <laughs> uh, because it's it, it's kind of a, a shock to go yeah. to that level of of consciousness and to stay there, and, and it's a big readjustment. But sometimes. That's really the way to go. You know, you no. just decide, I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to just give it my all. Okay. Well, let's, let's save that for the final segment. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll wrap up with a bow this program on the purpose of life being the ascension. So please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. 
It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Thank you for staying with us. We're back on The Open Door here for our final segment of today's program about the ascension, the purpose, the real meaning for life. And we were uh, just kind of talking during the break about this concept of. Um, getting so energized that you want to, you know, the the concept is storm heaven, and the admonition is to be careful that you don't ask for too much. Yeah, you want to make sure that, you know, number one, you're worthy. This is your goal. You want to be able to take that spirit, that desire, and accelerate as much as possible, but don't go too far too fast because that could backfire. Is that safe to say? It, it can, but but it, only if you do it in kind of a, in a really imbalanced or unwise <laughs> well, way. Uh, you know, I, I'm actually a believer in having a lot of fervor and, and uh, enthusiasm and drive well, and to really make it happen on the path because um, there's such a kind of a, a weight in the world and a weight of popular culture and the media and everything that which is kind of leading in the other direction that you have to have a lot of drive to actually kind of swim against the tide in a sense. Well, I, maybe what I'm referring to is, again, this is something that was a personal experience of mine, mm-hmm. was not feeling the desired result like you know getting yeah. energized getting just purposeful and just going for it then going wait a minute what i was expecting hasn't happened yet so that i kind of lose heart yeah and again i mean that that's spiritual immaturity and i recognize that but i think what i'm saying is that when you get on fire with this new expanded awareness of this the ascension and your soul's immortality of course you want to go there yeah but i think there's probably some wisdom in well you know, take it in a measured fashion. Don't necessarily try to go too fast until you're ready to to take whatever's coming your way. Well, I, I think Mrs. Prophet talked about that. You know, you have that mountaintop experience where right. you know, everything's happening, you know, tremendous light and, you know, tremendous changes happen. But then they send you back. Yeah, come back to the you valley. Back to the valley yeah. and you've got to work through your, your karma in a sense. Yeah, well. Uh, until you get, you know, really qualified for to that next kind of mountaintop experience. Well, she talks about the need for vision. Yeah. You know, I think that probably encapsulates that whole process of you got to see where you're going. And again, this goes yeah. back to the questions we asked at the beginning of the show. This is the where am I going and how do I get there? Where you're going, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. So having that vision, having something specific really is very helpful because that focuses you. And there is a path, you know. There is a path. Uh, the path is outlined and, and the saints have walked it and the ascended masters have walked it. And based on their experience, they know what works and what doesn't work. 
So you can you could spend thousands of years doing it by <laughs> trial and error, or you can look at you know okay, find a guide. You know, if you're yeah. going to climb Mount Everest, you, you want to get a guide, not just do it by trial and error. <laughs> well, I remember the books that were so meaningful in my life. Imitation of Christ was one. Yeah. And Lives of the Saints. Yeah. And there's very Western experience. For those of you who are in the Eastern part of the world, of course, you have a different orientation of that perhaps. But in our culture, in large part, it was you could see what they went through. And sometimes you went, I don't want to do that. Oh, my gosh. You know, how many arrows did they? <laughs> well, it was it was the old dispensation, you know. Yeah. Without the violet flame, the only way you had to balance karma was, was often to, to bear it physically in yeah. your body. And so… Yeah. The saints often had illnesses, or they would wear hair shirts, or they would, you know, go mm-hmm. through these tremendous hardships. But you know, what we have the opportunity with the violet flame is the way to tremendously balance our karma without having to go through it physically. Maybe you know, you can maybe you can balance like ninety percent of it just through with the light and the violet flame itself, and then just you have the ten percent which you know you need to go through physically to learn the lesson in a sense. Yeah. But it's just a tremendous opportunity we have now. And, and, you know, we, we had mentioned in an earlier segment about how by having the requirement be reduced to 51% of your karma balanced positively, that it does create a, a, a concern, if you will, that, well, am I able to balance more of that karma and get to the 100% mark here or up in the etheric? You know, it's just a question of whether or not you want to try to, how long it's going to take you up there where you have no contact. A lot with of people, people can do it physically. I mean, I mean, you know, they can. it's definitely possible to get to the 100%, you know, while yeah. you're here in embodiment. Not necessarily for everybody. depends on how much <laughs> you've got. And, of course, you know, uh, 51% of your karma may be very different from 51% of someone else's karma. We all have different, you know, yeah. different size piles, you know, so you never know. <laughs> well, I, I remember some years back we had a, an email from a listener talking about this concept of gambling with your karma or gambling with your attainment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that or not, but it was, anyway, it was very well put. This person said, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to gamble. If I know that I've got 51 and 0.1%, it's like maybe what you said earlier too, Peter, it's like, I want to go to a cave. I want to re- remove myself from temptation. That's right. Become a hermit, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, because it's so hard to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't want to lose it. Anyway, you know, I was uh, er, er, just a few minutes ago. You said something that kind of sparked my mind, and and the fire, you know, the fire that we get in our hearts. Uh, a lot of times, you know, eventually the the angels and the ascended masters are going to say, <clears throat> "Well, there's a there's somebody pounding on a door real hard down in Sacramento. Maybe we ought to take a listen to what it, what it is he wants." You know, yeah. and there you are. You're just on fire, and you just. You know, you need that extra help. And so that's when they jump in and say, okay, all right, you want to get on this path? You know, and then some doors begin to open for you. Well, so yeah. sometimes, you know, you need to be pounding really hard. Well, didn't Mark Prophet do that? I, he, he petitioned for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I mean, right. he, he really wanted that enlightenment. And he was not yeah. going to stop until he got it. So he's up in his attic <laughs> when it was 10 below or 110, you know, and just he just was persistent. And he, he just did kept it. on. Yeah. That's right. And that's not the that's not stormy heaven, as I understand. There, there's a difference there. Yeah. The desire to be consciously awakened uh, is different, in my opinion. But but yeah. anyway, we all have this sense that we that we need to go forward and upward and onward, and and uh, it manifests differently with all of us. Yeah. But the the teaching that we give here on the Open Door Radio Show is that the goal of life is the ascension. I think it's so wonderful. And Mrs. Prophet points out, if you're not 
yeah. doing that, if you're not heading in that direction, you, your soul is going to be uneasy, unhappy, and uh, it just life won't feel right. And you won't know why until you actually get to that point of realizing what it is. Yeah, and your soul is going to let you know. Yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> and hopefully you'll get, the, you'll get the, the little tap on the shoulder and won't need the two-by-four over the head. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't, well, you get the little reset button, not the big one. Yeah. Well, Tom, let me throw my uh, my web radio uh, uh, plug in here oh, please before, do. before we end. <laughs> For those of you that want to stay in touch with us and, and let us know what your thoughts are and questions you might have, contact us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Yeah, thank you. And I also want to thank Peter for being with us again. It's always live when you're here, and I appreciate it very much. Well, thanks it's, for having me. It's been, been a lot of fun. It is fun, and it's so essential to our purpose and our, our plan and our mission here, too, that this subject is one that's not just near and dear to our hearts. It's near and dear to the planet's survival. That's exactly you know? right. So I think that um, if you have friends who you think might benefit from this information, please tell them to tune into the Open Door, listen to the Purpose of Life program, and... Um, We'll thank you, of course, on the etheric as well as in the in the real world. <laughs> and you know, I just we feel grateful for your presence with us. Thanks, because you complete the mandala. And for all those who seek the light, serve the light, stand in defense of the light. God bless you all. And though we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Bye bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.